everyone, thank you again for joining us. We're so excited that you've been watching. And if you haven't had a chance to, if you could please like and subscribe this channel, we would so appreciate it. Uh, apparently, and I had to find this out when you subscribe, every time you subscribe, it'll come up in your um, alert so that you know when we're on. So it's, it's just a good uh, way to for us to be able to bless you by this content, for you to be able to know every time that we're on. You know, my husband and I always endeavor to make sure that we aren't just giving you what we feel uh, we want to do. We always make sure we pray, we ask the Holy Spirit what it is that we're supposed to be sharing so that when it comes out, it's the perfect thing that you need at the perfect time that you see it. Because we're recording it one today and you're not going to get to see it for a month. And when you see it, um, it might be exactly what you need that day or something that you can archive for later. Amen. And today we have some wonderful people with us today. Um, we have my sister Elizabeth Valenzuela here. And then we also have Pastor Elliot McNutt. She pastors our Porterville um, Church in um, Portoville. <laughs> um, uh, they've been, uh, how long now? Six years? Five or years. Five, five years. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's been, it's been going really good. Mm -hmm. uh, Elizabeth is our children's church pastor. And what we're doing today is we are talking about marriage. We did an episode last week on that. So if you haven't watched it, go back and watch that. Because last week we talked about um, forgiveness. We talked about making sure not to let anger go down. Mm -hmm. And what we're going to be talking about right now and the next couple of things that we're talking about, if you uh, haven't mastered unforgiveness, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you have not mastered not going to bed angry, this is going to be difficult for yeah. you to take care of. And if you're watching us and you say, oh, I'm not married, don't turn me off. Don't turn me off. <laughs> One day you may be married, yeah. or maybe yes. you're divorced, or maybe you're wanting to be married, maybe mm -hmm. you're engaged. One day these episodes yes. are going to be good for you, and you can archive them, or you can send them to a friend that is married. Amen? <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking today about intimacy. Mm -hmm. We'll be talking about being a good listener. We're going to be talking about learning to laugh, which I'm glad we have Elizabeth <laughs> yes. here because she's like our chief laugh laughtician, I guess you could call her. You know, but we're going to be talking about some some um, some of those topics right now. So make sure that you're watching and you stay tuned. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, I want you to go with me to Corinthians first seven two five. You know, the reason that it's so important again. This the content we're talking about is if you're married. If you're not married and you're trying to take a biblical principle. principle, biblical law to apply to yourself if you're not married, it will be difficult. Yeah. It'd be like, um, uh, you know, uh, a dog trying to, uh, you know, do something that a cat is supposed to do. It does it just doesn't work. Amen. Unless, of course, you have the kind of dog that I had where um, our daughter's dog thought it was a cat, but it really wasn't, <laughs> you know. But there are certain things that are, specifically for when you're married. Amen. Yeah. You know, there's things that, that the Lord has given you and blessed you with so that when you're married. And so I want to talk to you about 1 Corinthians. And, you know, this talks about making sure that as a husband and wife we're cleaving to each other. Yes. That intimacy that can only happen with a husband and wife. And so I'll read this to you right now. And, again, I'm going to say this again. Learning how to uh, walk in forgiveness and learning how to not be angry at, in a marriage Amen. covenant, will always make sure that your intimacy is, stays Amen. good. Amen? Amen. 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 So let me read 1 Corinthians 7, verse um, 2 and 5 says this. And it's a big one. It's a big one. It says this. But because of the temptation to impurity, 
and to avoid immorality, let each man have his own wife and let each woman have her own husband. The husband should give to his wife her conjugal rights, goodwill, kindness, and what is due her as his wife, and likewise the wife to her husband. And I'm going to stop right there. I cannot tell you how many times we have counseled somebody or talked to somebody about the husband not wanting to be intimate or the wife not wanting to be intimate because she's angry or he's angry or because they just don't want to. Have you yeah. come across that? Yes, um, I have. <laughs> I've come across where uh, or, or they want to be uh, or they're the only ones that want to be fulfilled within the marriage, you know, either the husband or the wife. Uh, they want certain things, um, you know, done, and then they don't want to, you know, like this says, it says, let the husband render unto his wife the benevolence or goodness, what mm -hmm. did you say, I like that, goodwill, kindness, uh -huh. and what is due to her. Mm -hmm. So this shows, tells me that lovemaking is more than just the actual act. Amen. It's being kind. Amen. It's having goodwill. It's making sure she's blessed. So yes, definitely we've come across to where that is not the case, mm -hmm. you know, with uh, both men and women. Mm -hmm. We have a tendency to think that it's just uh, men that are um, selfish in that area, but I've actually come across a lot of women that deal with this same thing. Mm -hmm. So I love that it says to be kind. Yeah, because be, be good, you know, have goodwill in that area. Well, because intimacy is not about one person. Right. Intimacy right. is about it's a ministry to each other. Right. It's putting I remember being taught a long time ago is outgiving each other. Yeah. You know, making sure that intimacy is an area to where you outgive yes. the other person. Right. You go into your marriage bed. Mm -hmm. yes. You go into your marriage bed to making sure that you are there as a wife to please the husband yes. and the husband to please the wife. And if you both go in there with that attitude, it is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. It is something that God has saved for marriage. Yes. It is something that God blesses us with, mm -hmm. you know, and so making sure that that's important in your in your relationship. If that's an area that is thought of last, if that's mm -hmm. an area that you don't even think about, if that's an area of, you know, I'm a good provider, I'm a good mm -hmm. uh, this, I'm a good father, I'm a good provider, I'm a good this, and um, that area is not an area where you strive to be better at, mm -hmm. you're going to have problems. Yeah. Yes. And as a wife, if you, my sister was talking earlier about how I mean, and props to her. She wakes up at 5 in the morning and makes her husband lunch. She makes him breakfast. She sends him with hot lunch every single day. I mean, I, I mean, I <laughs> never did that. I'm I like, that's a real that. MVP right there. <laughs> I, I would wake up in the morning, and I would always send my husband lunch, and I would send him notes and all that, but it was never like a hot lunch. It was either like a sandwich <laughs> or, you know, I would put all his snacks in there with $5 and a scripture so he could go buy him lunch, but not. That'll work. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, I always did that and to do that, but. All of those things to, to like how you were sharing, you know, you cook, you clean, you do all those things, and that's good, but you we can't right. forget these that's things. Right. What do you think, Elizabeth? I think I think you know, you as in a married in a marriage, you have to everything has to fall into place that's of right. God's plan, not just one area, it should be every area. And so, you know, I could be the best cook and, and cook and everything, but if our intimacy is not there, then you know, we're gonna struggle in areas because you know, that's where uh, sometimes resentment can come. That's because right. as a wife, you could say, well, I'm doing all these things, but I'm not being intimate yeah. as much as I want to with my husband. So as a, as a man and as a wife, like uh, Pastor Elia was saying, you know, you have to make sure that you are being intimate with your husband and or with your wife and making sure that you're 
um, um, you know, doing what God says in all areas of your marriage, not just in some being good at one thing and in this area it's lacking, that will cause problems. It definitely. really does. It definitely. really does. And you know, one of the things that we learned early on is, you know, you make love all day long yes. and yes. you celebrate at night. Yes. Right. If the only time that you're touching your spouse or you're, you know, uh, being uh, mindful of them and their feelings is when you're about to make love, they're going to notice. Yes. Um, and they're going to uh, pay attention to that, that there's no celebration of them throughout the day. And so for me, you know, that's something that I keep for us, me, my husband and I. It's something that we, we do, we strive yes. to do all day. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we text each other. You that's know, we right. call each other. We mm -hmm. let each other know, you know, I love you. I, I'm attracted to yeah. you. You know, not just during those times, you know, when we're being intimate and making sure we're celebrating each other and who we are throughout the day. Amen. That's right. And then at night is when you celebrate. That's, yeah. that's really good. Amen. That's a really good way to say it. I can tell you this, that uh, I've been, we, my husband and I have been married 33 years, and not once, even in the angry days, even in the throwing pots days, even in those days, I cannot tell you uh, one day that I can remember that my husband did not tell me I was beautiful, mm. that my husband did not tell me he loved me every single day. Amen. He tells me every single day I'm beautiful and every single day that he loves me. And I love that, you know. I'm sitting there all, you know, with, oops, my bracelet flew off, with, with lagañas, you know, coming out. And he's all, he'll, he'll, I'll be waking up and yawning and, oh my gosh, bad breath. He's like, and he's staring at me. Oh, beautiful. I'm like, oh, gosh, thank you, Lord, for giving him that, you know. But it's a thing that the Lord gives amen, me, you know, amen. for him. But verse 4 in 1 Corinthians 7 says this, For the wife does not have exclusive authority and control over her own body, but the husband has his rights. Like so, likewise, also, the husband does not have exclusive authority and control over his body, but the wife does, has her rights. Do not refuse and deprive and defraud each other of your due marital rights, except perhaps by mutual consent for a time so that you may devote yourselves unhindered to prayer, but afterwards resume, resume marital, marital relations, lest Satan, Satan, Satan tempt you <laughs> to sin through your lack of restraint of sexual desire. Amen. That, that's a really, Amen. really good Amen. scripture. Uh, for me, um, you know, I always, I always thought that when a husband and wife, when they decide we're angry and we're not going to be intimate, I just say that's just the stupidest thing that you can right. do because you're just hurting each other and yeah. you're depriving each other. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I've just, I just think that it's, it's not a healthy thing yeah, to no. say I'm going to deprive you of something that I've saved for you. I'm right. going to deprive you of something that you've saved for me, or I'm going to deprive you of something that is in the word that keeps us intimate, keeps us holy, keeps us to the place to where our desire stays together. Mm -hmm. And if your desire is not going anywhere Amen. else, your right. desire Amen. is going to stay in Amen. here. Amen. Amen. And um, that's so important. So, you know, I'll just stop right there for just a second to just share how important it is for a husband and wife to be intimate with each other yes. and to have relationship, not a not just outside of the marriage mm -hmm, bed. Mm -hmm. Make sure that that's an area that you that you strive to work on to get better to to help each other. You know, and and it will make every area other Amen. area better. It Amen. really will, because there's something when about intimacy that causes you as a husband and wife to just want to be closer in every area of your life. Amen. 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 You know, I want to talk about being a good listener. You yes. know, um, I've 
can say that I felt like I was the best listener. <laughs> and I wanted my husband, I was the best listener, and I wanted my husband to listen to me as much as <laughs> I listened to him, you know. But, um, Ellie, why don't you read Proverbs 15.1 and Elizabeth 20, uh, Proverbs 29.11. Okay. Amen? Mm -hmm. Proverbs 15.1 says, A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. That's the truth. And that is so truthful. I can I can't tell you how many times that I, my mouth opened up. I heard saw this thing <laughs> earlier and it said uh, something about um, following the Lord doesn't just mean this and this and that. It also means you to shut your mouth yeah. and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I didn't have. I didn't have a pretty word to say. I did not have an edifying word to say. I did not have a word that somebody would need to listen to. So I just needed to shut my mouth and walk away. And I, and I had no problem telling my husband, you know what, babe? I think that right now I'm just going to walk away for a little bit. And he knew. And he knew that meant she's really upset right now yeah. and uh, i think his, his attitude is i'm going to do myself a favor and her a favor i'm going to walk away <laughs> but you know coming back when you're when, when you're in that angry mode and walking away for a second not walking away and i'm not talking to you and leaving no don't yeah. don't don't do those things that I always say this, don't do those high school things. Right. You know, don't, right. And and I hate I'm sorry if you're in high school or anything, but if you're in high school and you're married, good night, please listen to all of these. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, her, she was that in was high me. school. That, that was, was, that was her. She was in high school and married, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And uh at sixteen, mm -hmm. gosh, mm -hmm. you know. But I, I just I just don't get that. You know, I don't get that. I'm gonna take off. I'm like, I'm sorry, you live here. I'm <laughs> right. You, you, you can take Where off. Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> I, I, I just you have, yeah, you have to come back some, sometime, you know. Making sure you're a good listener. Yeah. What what do you what would you say was a struggle or or a help when it came to listening? Well, for me, do you want to answer? Uh, you go ahead. Well, for me I remember and I'm gonna use this example when um, I was going through uh, a situation with one of my daughters and I remember I was you know on the couch with my husband and you know I was laying on his lap and he was just stroking me and he was just like oh you know it's okay it's gonna be fine you know <laughs> and I remember just telling him all these things that I was feeling about my daughter and stuff and then he says and I'm telling him and I told her this and I told her this and I told her this you know and I was just you know so adamant about all the things I was telling her and he just strokes me and he says, well, honey, you have to ask yourself, did you say that for your benefit or for her benefit? Mm -hmm. And I was so <laughs> mad because I said, that is such moments. a golden nugget that should have come out of my mouth, <laughs> not your mouth. Right. And how dare you correct me and be so right? <laughs> of course, I kept my mouth shut like this says right here, a soft answer. But as he said that, I, I listened, you know, and, and I processed it and then I applied it to our marriage. You know, to where over the years I've thought about what he said and, and, and thought to myself, am I saying that for his benefit yes. or for my benefit? Yes. Mm -hmm. Am I saying that because the Holy Spirit Amen. is leading me or am I saying that because Elia 101 <laughs> feels like that needs to be said? And so, you know, truly this scripture, a soft answer does turn away the wrath or yeah. no answer. Or no answer. Or no answer. Not like you're saying, not in a defiant way, not in a way of I'm going to ignore you, but a soft answer meaning, you know, just to let the Holy Spirit guide your words. Yeah. And it definitely squashes 
that it situation really if you allow it. Yeah, it really if does. you allow it. And sometimes, you know, as women, we have so many words. No. Like we want to say everything <laughs> we need to say. And, you know, when it comes to your marriage, I know for me is I would be talking and talking and talking. And then later I was like, well, give him an opportunity to talk. He's a great listener. You know, you have to now listen and you have to make sure that you always are mindful. You know, mm -hmm. not everybody in our marriage, you know, yes, when you grow up, you're, you, if you're not taught certain things, you know, Maybe your parents were like that. Maybe your parents didn't teach you that when you're married, this is what you have to be, do. You know, you have to be a good listener. But when you're serving God and when God's in your heart, it's because you want to yes. please the Lord and you want to do everything that the Lord says when it comes to your marriage that, you know, he's, God is the greatest listener. And so we should be, his, his, he's our example. So we should be the same when it comes right. to our mm -hmm. husband, you know, and it does, like uh, Pastor Alia said, I had a situation as well where, you know, I decided to say something in a, in a setting where I could have not had said those words. It was not a right setting. And I said it and my husband came back and said, now, honey, was that something you needed to say, especially right now in the setting? And I was like, all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> you want to be the one giving me that advice. I need you to be on my side. <laughs> but he wasn't. And but I listened and yeah. I was like, oh, Lord, you know, because ultimately is you want to make God shine in your marriage. That's right. You want God to be, you know, the, the center of your marriage. And when you put that first in. What you say and what you want to say, you have to always ask yourself, would God say that? And mm -hmm. do you have to say it? Do you have to say it? <laughs> you know, like Pastor Ali said, sometimes it's you're, you're, you're having to use that wisdom to say, is this something that I should say? Right. Is this something that's needed to be said? Right. Or is this something that the Holy Spirit needs to say yes. and not through me? Because right. sometimes as wives, we want to be the Holy yeah. Spirit. <laughs> yeah. We want to be the Holy Spirit. We want to, to share things. And, and we want the Holy Spirit to say things, mm -hmm. you know. And we have to uh, allow the Holy Spirit his time to do it. Because it's funny when we say what we want to say, how we want to say it, what we want to say, <laughs> to who we want to say it. It may have no impact. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit can whisper one word, yes. and it's the right time. Yeah. It's the right place. It's the right situation. And it'd be like, I've been saying that for 10 <laughs> yeah. years, you yeah. know? And it doesn't, it means nothing but when the Holy Spirit yes, says that. You know, Proverbs 29, 11 says this, a self-confident fool utters all his anger, but a wise man Amen. holds it back and instills it. Amen. I don't want to be a self-confident fool. Right. <laughs> and I don't want to be a jerk, and I don't want to be a fool that utters whatever I want just because All I want to yes. be hurt. Amen. You know, I don't want to do that. I remember one one thing that taught me to really, really to, um, to change the, and my husband and I, it was funny because we were just talking about this a few months ago, that changed the atmosphere in our marriage was, like I said in an early episode, my husband and I got saved, and we were, we were married already. So we're married. We were going to get a divorce. Then God began to work on our marriage. So the first five years after we got saved, it was turmoil. It was up and down. I, I described it to my husband, and like we, we say it was a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. We were just up and down, up and down, and, and we were committed to staying together, but it was an emotional roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And because uh, um, we had so much baggage that we had to, to go through, and the enemy was trying to tear us apart. Mm -hmm. God wanted us to stay together, and then we had self mm -hmm. to worry, to, to think about. And I remember I was pregnant with my youngest, uh, Madeline, and so 
and we had been saved maybe like two or three years at this time at the time and i remember being inside my husband was going going to work or something and he had to go do something and we had gotten in an argument and i walked into the room and i just just sat down and i'm crying how can you do all that crying and all that <laughs> you know i don't know why it makes you have a headache it's just like oh, all this stuff so i'm crying and i go into the room and i sat down on the bed and i'm just god and i'm just calling out to the Lord, and I'm just telling God how he needs to talk to Josh, and he needs to tell Josh this, and Josh this, and and, and he just needs to tell Josh all this kind of stuff, you know. And then I just heard the whole, I sat down, and then I just decided to listen, you know. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, Ileana, stop praying God change Josh. And I'm like, oh. And man, I listened so well, because I thought the Holy Spirit is going to drop <laughs> something in my heart because I thought oh my god I'm praying the wrong thing he's going to show me exactly what to pray for Josh and the Holy Spirit just said to me Leanna stop stop praying God change Josh I thought okay what am I what do I pray tell me <laughs> tell me I'm gonna get a note and I'm gonna write this down and he said Ileana, he said start praying God change me Amen. oh gosh it felt like I, it felt like all I could say is it felt like a dagger hit my heart and just shattered it because all of a sudden I realized Amen. I was thinking more about myself than him. Amen. I was wanting him to change, him to do this, him to do this when I just needed to worry about me. Amen. I did not worry, but I just needed to turn it But it was like one of those daggers that hits your heart and the Holy Spirit, it's like it sears it and it heals it all at the same time. <laughs> it's, like it, it's like it gets you and then it's just like, oh, it's just that calming Amen. balm. And man, I just, and I said, and it was such a relief to know that God, that Josh was God's problem and not my amen, own. Amen. Because I realized I can't fix him. Right. I, he is no. jacked up. I cannot fix him. <laughs> <laughs> and so the minute that I said, Lord, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to pray that anymore. And I received that. I received that. I listened to the Holy Spirit. Mm. I was a good listener to the Holy Spirit. That's what we're talking about. Right. Being a good mm. listener, not only to your spouse, but to God. Yes. And I listened to that. And this, that was 27 mm. years ago. You know, I listened to the Holy Spirit that said, and I, I've never to this day, God, you need to change Josh. I've never. I've said, God, Amen. change me to help me to understand. Help me to be a good listener. Help me to understand the needs of my husband. You know, just this morning there was a situation with my husband and I I was seeing him and he was struggling in an area. Not, not a sin or anything, but he was struggling to get a message across and he was wanting to preach a certain message. And I said to him, I said, honey, I said, let's stop right now. I said, what is it that you need to do? Talk to me. What is it that you need to do? And he said, I feel like I need to get away with the Lord. Mm -hmm. He said, I feel like the Lord's trying to tell me something. I said, leave, leave. I, I, we changed our whole situation at that moment because I listened to the amen, Holy Spirit, amen. which allowed him to just say to me, I, I feel like the Lord's calling me to prayer right amen. now. So he was able to just go. We fixed things and stuff. But being a good listener to the, to the Lord causes you to be a good listener amen, to your spouse. Amen, it's so important. Amen, yes. Amen. And, and, you know, and along with that is, you know, like that scripture says, it says, a wise man keepeth it, it says, a fool utter, uttereth all that's in his mind, says everything. And then it goes on to say, but a wise man keepeth it in till what? Afterwards. Mm -hmm. Means you don't just shove right. it. You that's don't just right. put it under that's the carpet. Right. You talk about it. Yes, you talk about yes. it when God tells you to talk about it. And that's one of the things that I had to learn with my husband is that he's a processor. I can't stand that. But he's <laughs> a, I'm a, I need to know right now. I'm going to work on this right now. And he's very, he processes everything. And so I had to, I had, sorry, I had to realize that 
when I did have an opportunity that I needed to talk to him, I would literally have to give him notice. Yeah. I would be like, okay, today or tomorrow or next week, we're going to talk about this. And then you pray and ask the Holy Spirit to let you know what you need to talk to me about and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And we're going to write it down. We're going to set a time, an appointment. There's appointments for everything else. Why not have an appointment for these type of things? And I had to realize what works for him. Amen. It's not just about me and what works for me, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I love that, you know, that, that it says here, you know, fool says everything that they need to say. But then it goes on to say a wise man says, okay, we're going to talk about this right. afterwards. That's right. But talk about yeah, it. That's right. Don't yeah. just shout That's right. You, you want to be a good listener. When we're a good listener to the Holy Ghost, when yeah. we're a good listener to the Lord, it causes us to be a good listener to our spouses. Yeah. Right. And in turn, when you and your spouse are listening to God, that is so important when you're listening to God and you get the the wisdom of the Holy Ghost, and it will help you in your marriage. It will help you not only in your marriage, but help you in ministry. Yes, it will help you absolutely. with your children. Absolutely. Amen. Right. And, um, you know, we're done right now, but we just we just have so much more things to talk about. So we'll see you next week. We love you, yes. and we're praying for you. And we know that God has amazing things for you. He, got, he has amazing things for you personally. He has amazing things for your marriage. And he has amazing things for your children. Amen. God bless you, and we'll see you next week.